Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to Not a Novice again. Again, you'll be hearing this voice every Tuesday in your homes, in your cars, in your vehicles, wherever you may find yourself, even outside of this beautiful country, Guyana. This is um, a voice of Guyana, 102.5 FM, and this is your radio pastor, the one and only. I'm sure you know my name by now. Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. Speak to our hearts like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. Labor not to, be, not to be rich, labor to be blessed. My message is entitled, Labor to be blessed, labor not to be rich. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 4 says, Labor not to be rich, seize from thine own wisdom. Labor not to be rich, seize from thine own wisdom. So that, that's what we're basically talking about. We're talking about why, I mean, and, and, and I, want, I, want, I want you to be guided. I want you to be guided by the scriptures. You see, many people are out there, they, they don't have any guide. There's nobody guiding them. That's why people are making, you see, and in the, in the midst of the lack of guidance, people are making their own choices and we are saying that it's free choice. Well, you can also not even say a lot of things on certain mediums. When there are sanctions and there are whatever on certain places. You get it? So, the lack of guidance is what makes people make choices that are off. And then they say that, oh, this, I am this. I am that. If I say what you are, they might take it out of the message. I don't know. So, uh, uh, you, you don't muzzle the ox once you tread the corn. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is my personal uh, uh, view and all of it. Everybody has, is, is, uh, is entitled to his view, isn't it? So I'm saying that it's a lack of guidance that makes people do things and make choices that now become the mainstream choice. There are so many stupid things out there. I'm telling you, if you've been around for a while, you understand that how people make choices, make decisions, make preferences that are completely bonkers. It is a lack of guidance. And so, if you are listening to me, your radio pastor, I am trying to guide you by the word of God, by the explanation and the interpretation of the word of God. And the word of God says that, labor not to be rich. That is what everybody is doing. Almost everybody on the surface of the earth is working, is toiling, is sacrificing, is sweating and laboring to be rich. If you go to school, you're going to learn a trade. You're going to, uh, uh, you know, uh, get a, a qualification. To do what? To come and labor. To get some money. To find a, a, a woman. For those who, you know, for woman. And then make some children. And then get a house. And then buy a car. I mean, by the time you're buying a car, it's a PAG or PAQ. 
you know, pack or, or, or pop, P-O-P or pop, P-O-P or something. <laughs> that, that's what, that's what 90% of the population in this hemisphere, in this world, are striving for. But there is a guy, the Bible says, Psalm 119 verse 105 says that, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It means that the word of God is something that guides us. And the word of God is saying that instead of laboring to be rich, labor to be blessed. If you're not laboring to be rich, then what else do you do? So this is where we are uh, um, um, talking from. And so I think I gave you some points uh, previously. If not, no problem. I'll recap and then we'll move on. So, so the question is, if you are not supposed to labor to be rich, then what are you supposed to labor to? What are you supposed to uh, work towards? What, what, what is the use of sweating and toiling and, 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 and hard work? What, what is it supposed to give you? Uh, Bishop, please, what is it supposed to give you? Well, from the Bible's point of view, I, I want you to understand that the Bible wants you to rather labor to be blessed. It is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. It is what is in the blessing that brings riches. You get it? Now, why should you not labor to be rich? Ooh, we have had this beach, it's the seaside. Why should you not labor to be rich? Now, you should not labor to be rich because riches can prevent you from taking up your cross and following Jesus. Riches can prevent you from taking up your cross and following Jesus. Many people have, I mean, in my short lifetime here on earth, the ministry. I've seen how many people have followed money, riches, and have ceased to follow Jesus Christ. And they are not even the examples. Maybe if, if, you, if you know me and I know you and I know that you have uh, gone off and you are following riches and you have not been able to follow Jesus Christ, you may think that is you I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about you. I, I may be talking about you, which is also okay because I have to talk about somebody for somebody to learn something to, you know, uh, move away from it. But it is in the Bible. In Mark chapter 10, verse 17. Mark, the gospel according to St. Mark chapter 10 and verse 17. The Bible says that, and when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these things have I observed from my youth. These things you are talking about, they are like biscuits to me. They are like patch nuts to me. They are, they are simple things. I have been following them since I was a little boy. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved.
for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked round about and said unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches, they that have riches, not they that are blessed, so they that have riches, how hardly that they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. So you see the story. There's this guy, I mean, as I read in Mark chapter 10, there's this guy who, you know, growing up from a good family, religious, has money, has been full of the commandments all around. He comes to Jesus and he wants to tell Jesus, you know what? What else should I do? I want eternal life. I want eternal life. So how do I get it? Then Jesus said, follow the commandments. He said, oh, Jesus, I thought you were going to tell me something different. As for the commandments, oh, since I was a child, I've been following the commandments. Uh, I am an expert at following the commandments. And the Bible says, Jesus said, okay, if you've been doing all of that, there's one thing you lack. And that is, all that you have, go sell it and come follow me. The guy said, what? Somebody got to be crazy. All the vehicles I have, all my BMW, all my what? All the Q5, Q7, Land Cruiser Prado, Lexus, all the fantastic vehicles, and my houses, and my businesses, I should go and sell all of it and come and follow you? He said, no, 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 no. That's a very, very difficult thing to swallow. Then Jesus looked round about and said unto his disciples, you see, you see, riches, riches. The guy has worked so much and so hard or have inherited riches that now the riches is between him and the decision to follow Jesus Christ. Can you believe it? And there are many rich people who will not even go to the right kind of church. It's true. Many people are rich. The right church for them is in some classroom or some bottom house somewhere in Georgetown. But because they are rich and they see themselves as, you know, at a certain level, they will not humble themselves and go into a bottom house or some wooden structure, something that is, is out or lower than their state and their status and their caliber to go there and say, this is my church. Because the riches has, you see, the riches now comes to prevent you from making one of the most wisest and sensible uh, decisions to follow Jesus Christ. And you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, if you go and you sell the things that you own, he says that thou shalt have treasure in heaven. Thou shalt have treasure in heaven. Thou shalt have treasure in heaven. I don't know where you are listening to me from. You are listening to me from Maburuma. Eh? All those who are calling us from Maburuma, God bless you. You are listening to me from Region 1, Region 8, from Babis, from uh, Canal Number 2, Poda. You are listening to me from Samaria. <laughs> you are listening to me from London, from uh, uh, what? Uh, something, somewhere, let them, wherever you are listening to me from, I shout them. I'm telling you that there's something called treasure in heaven. That no matter the amount of money you have, you cannot buy a treasure in heaven. You see, I was, um, I was, I was, I traveled recently and I was just looking at the number of uh, transit hours I had, you see. Um, and then I was looking at these airline lounges where you go and you relax, you chillax. Because you understand chillax? Chillax. 
Jevi, chillax. Chillax when you chill and relax. <laughs> you know, I had a flight. I entered an airport somewhere. And my transit hours was nine hours. Jesus Christ. Hey. I, I arrived there very early in the morning, around 5.45. And you see the airport was quiet. You see people lying down sleeping. You say, hey, where have I come to? I was there for nine good hours before my next flight to my final destination. So on my return, I was just thinking, you know what? These airline lounges that they have around, I should just join some of these. Um, you know, there are some that you can pay and join so that anytime you are traveling to a particular airport, you have access to the lounge. I mean, when you go in, you see bourgeoisies. <laughs> you see bourgeoisies, middle class type of, you know, uh, uh, human beings. And you see them sitting down with their briefcases and their laptops and, you know, in this world, where you have many people treat you nice, you see breakfast things, you see lunch things. You know, I've, I've been to a few lounges, but, you know, we were not very glorified. But, but I want to be part of a glorified lounge. <laughs> so I said, you know what? What does it cost? So I went online to check a few airlines, and I was just checking their, their lounges. And one of the airlines that I checked, you know, the lounge, the cost for a year, it's not too much. If you put it together, it's almost like a 10000 a month. That's 50 US dollars a month, if you calculate it for the year. And if you're a frequent flyer, that like, like some of us and the work we do, it, 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 it's not bad. What it gives you is that if you have a long transit hour somewhere. So, for example, one time I was going to a country in Africa. I'm learning not to mention things because when I mention things, some people don't like it. They say, I can't see door. I can't see door. I can't see door. I can't see door. Censorship. <laughs> so I was traveling to a certain country in Africa. And then I transited in a country in the Caribbean, whose name uh, begins with a T. You get it? I was there for 11 hours. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I was there for 11 hours. So, in that case, if I have access to a lounge, it will, it will, I mean, you just go there and you chill, relax. You chill, relax. And I realized that the cost is not so much. I, I, I can pay for it and be a part of it. Now, it is very different to have treasure in heaven. You see, tra- having treasure in heaven is not being part of an airline miles or lounge membership or something like that. No, 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 no. There are things you do that gives you treasure in heaven. And that's what Jesus was guiding and leading this young man to do. But because he was rich and because of the riches he had acquired, it prevented him from following Jesus, taking up his cross. And that's what riches can make you do. That's why the Bible said, don't labor to be rich. Because by the time you finish getting rich, the richness now becomes a disadvantage to you. I don't know who I'm preaching to this, this afternoon. Hmm? How can you sweat, sacrifice, toil, wake up in the morning like a, like a programmed uh, 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 zombie and then you get money and the money now becomes a disadvantage to you? It doesn't make sense. 
And so if you really think deep about it, God, God makes a lot of sense. The Bible makes a lot of sense by saying that. Don't labor for that. Labor for a blessing. Because a blessing attracts riches. A blessing attracts riches also. Are you with me? The second point that I want to give you this afternoon uh, from the Bible in terms of don't labor to be rich, but labor to be blessed is that laboring, uh, 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 when you labor to be rich, labor not to be rich because riches are deceptive and can deceive you. Riches are deceptive and they can deceive you. As I am speaking, as I'm speaking, uh, when I, as I mention this point, labor not to be rich because riches are deceptive and can deceive you. I, I think of the rich man and Lazarus in Luke chapter 16 from verse 19. Well, the Bible said there was a certain rich man who fed, who, uh, 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 fed sumptuously every day. There was a poor man called Lazarus who was at his feet on his table begging and looking for crumbs to fall down for him to eat. And dogs were licked his sores. The Bible said this rich man died and he was buried. Lazarus died and he was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. The Bible said when the rich man he lifted up his eyes and he was in hell. And he saw Abraham and he saw Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. Look at the 16. Go and read it from verse 19. And he told Father Abraham, please send Lazarus. I know he was a poor man when we were on earth. And I'm a rich man. So I have the authority as I've even entered here beyond the, the earthly realm to still command Lazarus to fetch water and come and give to me. Are you following? Is somebody following me? So his, his riches, when he died in his riches, and he found himself in a different realm. He saw Lazarus, who was a poor man in Abraham's bosom. He felt like he could send, he could send Lazarus. That the money he was commanding in Georgetown, the money that he was commanding in Babies, the money that he was commanding in another country, he thought that as he had transitioned to another realm, that he also has command there. Let me tell you, the money you have, it is only, it is only the power of the money you have, it's only here. Oh yes. If you have Guyanese dollars in these millions, some of you have it, it's under your mattress, you can't even spend it. You're fighting for spend it. Anytime you're sleeping, you are checking it under the mattress to see whether the money is still there. The day you realize the money is not there, you, you collapse and you die. Look at what the money has, has happened to you. You get a heart attack and you die from the money that is not under your mattress. Or mattress. Depending on where, 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 you're, where you're coming from. The rich man died and went to hell. Lazarus died and went to heaven. Then the rich man saw Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham. Then he tells Abraham, please tell Lazarus to go into your kitchen and bring me water to cool my tongue because I'm tormented in this room. The, the man was deceived to think that after he had died, that he still has authority in another place. You make a joke. It's joke you make it right there. Your power and authority because of the money you have, it can only buy you a ticket to Miami, it can only buy you a ticket to New York, it can only make you go and spend holiday, go to Disneyland, buy the cars you have, have the houses you have, right here only in Guyana. It does not give you power even in beyond this world. I'm telling you. That's why there's no point, there's no use in laboring to be rich. The Bible says, the Bible says, in Luke chapter 8, verse 14, and that which fell among tongues were are they which um, where am I I'm here right oh are you with me yeah, they are deceptive and can deceive you okay right good so I'm, I'm, I, I found myself 
Mark chapter 4 verse 19. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the last of other things entering in choke the word and it becometh, un- becometh unfruitful. And the things that make people unfruitful is the, 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 word, the deceitfulness of riches and the last of other things. They are the ones that choke the fruitfulness of the word. The Bible calls riches deceitfulness. Remember in the beginning I told you that you must be guided by something. Some people are guided by the moon, the stars, but let me tell you, it's better to be guided by the scriptures. <laughs> the moon and the stars, the, 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 what? the lightning and the thunder, is it going to rain? Is it not going to rain? Have you not seen that we have not had rain for a long time? Are you going to be guided by the lack of rain? Be guided by something you can read and understand and reason with, which is the word of God. The Bible calls riches deceitfulness because you see when you are when you have money you think you're on top of the world until cancer touches your lungs they realize that all the US dollars and the Canadian dollars that you have all the things you're doing that you can't buy healing that your lungs <laughs> you see in our church we planted some flowers the other day they were coming up looking very nice then I heard there's some ants call what? Leaf eaters. No, there's a name for you. You're too uh, Englishman. Leaf eaters. They have come by night. They have come to eat all the leaves of the flowers that we planted. Hey! I'm telling you, you will get so rich. And then you see that cancer will touch your lungs. And it will eat all your money. And you will still not be well. You will still not be healed. Your money cannot buy you eternal life. Your money cannot buy you a, 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 a heaven. Your money cannot give you treasures in heaven. Your money cannot heal you from cancer. I had a story of a famous singer who is blind. See if you wonder if I'm allowed to mention his name. I'm sure I'm allowed. To. He's not here. He's not in Guyana for him to come and take me to court. I hear Steve Wonder said he's looking for somebody who can help him see. He will give him half of his riches. The guy is very rich. He has money, but he can't see. He has money, but he can't see. You have money. What do you miss? You are the one I'm talking to this afternoon. That riches, they are deceiving. It makes you feel nice, but you realize that when you sleep, you can't sleep. You turn and you turn. The people who are poor, they sleep good. Poor people, they don't need alarm. <laughs> they don't need alarm. They hit their mattress, they're gone. But you are so rich. You go to bed late. Wake up very early. Go to your shop. As you are sleeping, you dream that somebody has broken into your store. You jump up of your sleep only to realize that your store was locked and everything is okay. Look, look at what riches is doing to you. It's deceiving. And so, if you will heed and hearken to the voice of God coming your way this afternoon, labor rather to be blessed. That's what Jacob and his brother uh, um, Esau fought for. They fought for a blessing. Because it's a blessing that changes a person's life for the rest of their life here on earth and even in the world to come. And so, Father, I pray for everyone who's listening, everyone who's receiving, I pray that the wisdom, the wisdom of God that helps people to reason and to 
and to implement the reasoning to, to turn around and do a U-turn and go the direction of a blessing. Let that wisdom and that grace come upon the hearers of this voice today. Thank you for the grace that many people have been delivered from the case of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. I thank you for speaking to us today in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. You are not saved. You are not born again. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Say this prayer with me. It takes a prayer. Just as you go to the altar, you want to get married, and you exchange vows, and that qualifies you to be pronounced husband and wife. In the same way, it is the heart we believe, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart, and I confess with my mouth that Jesus lived, he died, he was buried, he rose again on the third day, and that Jesus is alive. And I believe in Jesus, and I accept him as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. It's time to give an offering. Time to give an offering. Time to give an offering. When Jesus was born, the people, the wise men did not just go and see him. They took gifts to him. It's very important. Bible says, whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I want you to sow into this ministry, sow into not a novice. I believe that wisdom is going to be your portion. And so our MMG number is 614-7909. MMG number 614-7909. All right, so send us mobile money, Guyana. Mobile money, Guyana. Have some. Make sure that if you're not a novice listener, you listen to me on, on not a novice voice of uh, Guyana, 12.5 FM every Tuesday. All right. Make sure you have the mobile money app so you can send offering. All right. Father, bless everyone who's giving to our MMG number 614 I pray, Lord, you open doors that you break through on the left, break through on the right for their, for their sake. Let their enemies be destroyed before them. And let any relationship that is going sour, by the power of this offering, let the relationship be restored. Thank you for the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on relationships. In Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you. Give an offering. I believe that you have testimony. Share your testimony with us. Um, the number, the announcer will definitely uh, speak about the number. So share your testimony with us. All right. God bless you. I'll see you again next week on Not a Novice. Now I, I feel, I feel like praying for some of you who are listening to me this afternoon. All right. Um, if you are not well in your body, if you are not feeling well. I want to pray for you for healing. Let me tell you. I, when I was preaching, I mentioned cancer. Jesus can heal cancer. I said, Jesus can heal cancer. And so I feel like, you know, some, somebody and some people need special prayers today. And so just believe God with me. All right? And let's pray concerning your, your sickness. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command the sickness of cancer I command the sickness of ulcer. I command diseases that have been pronounced upon everyone who is hearing and listening. I command that disease to be removed and to be destroyed and to be broken in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that you are the Lord who healeth us. 
Let your healing power go through this medium, this medium, this airwaves. Let it trickle, let it trickle down to that old man, to that young lady, that little boy who's listening to me with his mother. Let healing be his portion. Let your healing grace, your healing grace flow through the airwaves by the power in the voice that is at work now. Like the centurion said, speak. Right where you are in my servant to be healed. I have spoken. And healing has taken place. Thank you for touching lives. Miraculously. Through this program. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Call us. Let us know what God has done for you. Okay? God bless you. You can hear more of Bishop Collins live Sunday at 8am and 10am at Good Shepherd Church off Stanley Town Road to South Section Canal No. 2, West Bank Demerara, a short distance from the Conservancy Dam. The Good Shepherd Church is the church with direction for your life. Contact us for more information on plus 592-614-7909. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call 592-691-5301 or 592-628-2227 or email us on notanoviceservice at gmail.com. God richly bless your day.